What keeps you up at night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Did you know the Plastics News data store has dozens of rankings and lists to help drive your market intelligence? The Plastics News data store has information your business needs. Find out more at plasticsnews.com data lists. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. This is What Keeps You Up at Night. My guest this week, Jim Benton, owner of Polytech Plastic Molding in Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Plastic face shields are new, but a prevalent part of our daily lives. Whether visiting the doctor, the dentist, or sometimes even the grocery store, these safety devices help halt the spread of COVID-19. But not all plastic face shields are the same. That's the stance of Jim Benton. His team at Polytech has been busy developing the V-Shield, which is used in retail stores, schools, by police, and more. Listen how Benton conceived of this product and what makes it so unique. It's August 5th. What Keeps You Up at Night begins now. Jim Benton joins me from Prairie Grove, Arkansas, where Polytech Plastic Molding is headquartered. Hey, Jim, thanks for joining me today. Hi, Brennan. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, yes, sir. So, Jim, let's get right to it. I understand Polytech has developed a new face shield. Now, we see these face shields all over the country, all over the world today, whether we're at the doctor's office or wherever. They're needed for hygiene. They're needed for safety because of the pandemic. Tell me, how does the Polytech Shield differ, and does it have a name? Yes, one of the most important uh, selling propositions in our V-Shield is the fact it has antimicrobial impregnated into the polycarbonate that it's made from. And we do that as we mold it using a color feeder, in fact, on the uh, above hopper. Hmm. That's interesting. So, like I said, we've seen these shields everywhere, but this unique part of it, where did this idea come from? Did a customer ask you to come up with a, this product, or is this something you guys noodled on your own? I was originally approached by some folks at Tyson Foods, which is a very large poultry uh, company here locally, asking right after the COVID pandemic began whether we had anything that they could protect their 85,000 employees who are working, you know, shoulder to shoulder and breathing on chickens. Mm. They were afraid the FDA was going to uh, take exception to that and wanted to get out ahead of that issue. And I said that I didn't have at the time, but I'd be happy to work with them to develop one. And Two or three weeks went by, and uh, we never got traction on that particular project, but it made me concerned about mm-hmm. the America's workforce going back to work in a safe uh, manner. So we came up with this idea originally to install this shield that we have developed onto a ball cap, mm-hmm. which was very unique, and, and uh, there was nothing out there 
uh, like that, especially with the antimicrobial concentrate in it. I noticed it. I noticed it's unique in that way. Like it does fit. I've seen the pictures. It fits on a ball cap. And it also looks like it has, I don't know if the word traditional is right, but it has the more traditional application too, where it's got like a, a foam headband as well. It does. It's actually not foam. The uh, headband or what we call the headgear yeah. is actually a, a polycarbonate. Uh, it's made out of the same polycarbonate as the um, lens itself. Hmm. And we just took the concept of the ball cap bill mount and made a bill mounted shape to the front of the headgear and made it stand off far enough that people could wear eyeglasses behind it and it wouldn't fog up and then uh, actually molded a uh, polycarbonate headgear that we can add color to and uh, provide a wide range of colors or corporate ID colors or anything like that. And then it has a one size fits all uh, Velcro strap with a closed uh, cell foam pad for the forehead. So it's very comfortable to wear one size fits all and uh, you can get it in pretty much the color you like and you can demount the lens and wear it on a uh, ball cap bill either way mm -hmm. and then we also made this out of the high temp medical grade polycarbonate so that it can be autoclaved or gamma irradiated or uh, ethylene oxide gas sterilization so lots of lots of versatility in this as well yeah that's that's kind of amazing yeah it, you know we see uh, some of these uh, larger corporations and even the medium-sized ones with, you know, they've got their own logos on their masks. And I, I think you're probably onto something here. I think these face shields where they are used, a lot of companies are going to want their own logos and color on those as well. Right. We have approached or been approached by uh, some pretty large like restaurant chains. We made a presentation this last week to uh, Chick-fil-A and and we have a pad printing operation within our, our company. And so we can actually pad print logos and, and things on the shield face itself. And it's permanent ink that doesn't come off and was very well received in the few presentations we've made to folks that would like that option. Nice. What about your bandwidth? for manufacturing these shields. what Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, what's your capacity right now? Sure. We have tooling today to produce around 20,000 a week of the, the shields and, and the headgear combinations. We, we call them a, an assembly. And then we have new tooling ordered that will take our bandwidth up to around 80,000 per week. Oh, wow. So I, I think we're going to have the ability to serve the market, yeah. you know, and, and pretty pretty well there. When do you see the capacity reaching that eighty thousand mark? How how long of a build out for that? I think right now um, the the tooling has been started, the engineering is finished. We've got the tooling designs approved, and should start cutting steel within the next week, and anticipate mid September being able to to ramp all the way up to that 80,000 per week. Nice. Okay. Wow. Really? Right around the corner, really? Yeah, it won't take long. So tell me a little bit about, you know, the marketing of this uh, shield. 
is uh, news kind of spreading by word of mouth or is this a concentrated effort by your team uh, to market this product to new and uh, current customers? You know, it seems like every time we walk out with a one of these shields with us and we walk into a store or any, any business, people are fascinated by it and we begin to tell the story and they begin to help us think of ways we can sell them. Hmm. And I, I would just say that our customers have become our best salespeople too because we walked into the local hardware store, put them on the counter and, and they loved them, took two cases right away, two days later took two more cases, yeah. two days later took five more cases and this week took six more cases <laughs> and so they're selling them. They've put them on Facebook, they put them on all kinds of social media, our local government is promoting them, the mayors, the uh, police chiefs, the state representatives have all been buying, they've all taken them to folks that they know and, and it's passing you know, very well by word of mouth right now, but we also have some significant national account interests mm. by some very significant um, retailers. And hopefully, you know, it will take on a life of its own even more so than it has. Yeah, it sounds it sounds very plausible. And uh, yeah, I'd put that uh, hardware store on my Christmas card list if I were you. Indeed. <laughs> and and they uh, once we talk to the local folks, that happens to be a, a franchise chain of hardware stores. And all of the other ones in the area uh, seem to be getting on board now. And, and they're beginning to sell them as well. So we, we've kind of had to develop a distributor style selling model, if you will, uh, although we still sell one at a time to people if they want to buy one, but, but we're getting more into the tens, hundreds, thousands of, of order placement from a lot of different areas now. The, the, many, many industries are, are, are picking up on this. Yeah, you know, that's that's where my mind was going too, Jim. <clears throat> you may have had an idea of what industries this would be applicable to. Has that changed since you first started working with the V-Shield? And, and what are some of those new markets, if indeed there are some? Yeah, it really has. We, we started off with what we thought was going to be a workforce. And we envisioned, you know, uh, factory line workers being protected from, you know, close proximity workmen. Uh, in the air, in, in their area, and trying to help companies comply with mandates set forth by the local and, and uh, state governments. Now we're into faculties for schools who want to be able to have children learn through facial expressions and enunciation yeah. and visually being able to see the teacher speak. So schools are picking this up very quickly. Automobile dealerships, hmm. another really strong market for us because service riders and salespeople, you know, need to speak to the um, people who come in to service their automobiles and, and to purchase them. And it allows more of a personal approach in a pandemic when when you put a mask on, almost no one speaks to anybody. Yep. And so this is opening up the lines of communication and the, uh, the expressions and, and the emotions of people mm -hmm. um, much more broadly than we ever anticipated. 
So another another key industry that we didn't even anticipate was all of the restaurants, the fast food restaurants, have closed their um, dining rooms for the most part and expanded their drive-throughs from one or two lines to five, six, or seven lines. Mm. And so many of these uh, uh, drive-through facilities now have 10 or 12 attendants out in the um, drive-through lines taking orders and helping people through the process of purchasing their fast food. So those people are all going uh, to, they, they seem to be very, very interested and in, we're selling a lot of these products into the fast food market. Wow. Yeah, I could definitely uh, see the fast food market as well as schools. That's interesting. Yeah. The ability to see someone's expression and know that they are hearing you. Um, I don't think we ever really appreciated that before. And uh, now, now we see the value in that, whether we're learning something or even telling someone we want a hamburger with fries. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. I, and I think that the period of time it's taken to build this product, the tooling for this product, when everybody was having to speak behind a mask, mm. has really made people appreciate the ability to to not have a mask and still be protected. Yeah. And, and in fact, there isn't a mask on the market that I know of that has the antimicrobial built into it. So this is a very unique product in that it's active all the time. It is always killing germs that land on it. And, you know, this is being done at a cellular level. So that includes viral loads and other biologics, things like MRSA, E. coli, and staph. Those are very stubborn mm-hmm. and biologics that are very difficult to overcome yeah and uh, when you come in contact with them and so our shield kills those things on contact yeah amazing really amazing well not to uh to, to go on to a different part of your business i i understand you have an extrusion business too tell me a little bit about that sure we originally have, well, we've been a, a, a plastic injection molding company for 43 years, hmm. and uh, I'm the third owner of Polytech Plastic Molding, and I've owned it now for seven years. And when I purchased the uh, company, we had only one extrusion line, which was probably less than 1% of our business. And that extrusion line ran less than 5% of the time of its capacity. And over the past several years, we've been asked by industries that we serve if we could provide them with an extrusion. So as we embarked on new opportunities within the industries that we were already serving, which was largely uh, HVAC, making drain pans for uh, air conditioners, Mm -hmm. we began to expand those uh, opportunities and have more come when we did a good job. And we had the opportunity about five years ago to purchase a uh, company that a local extrusion company we purchased a company called southern cross extrusions in fort smith arkansas Mm -hmm. we operated the company there for six months before we closed that facility and incorporated all their equipment and customers into our existing facility in prairie grove and once we did that we began to see the extrusion part of our business grow significantly. To today, it's about 
Wow. So, when we, we weren't really extruders and we weren't very good at it at all. And, you know, today we're, we extrude quite a few different products where we, we, we take on virtually any custom job that comes our way. And some are very challenging. Begun to learn how to be extruders as well as uh, plastic injection molders. Well, it sure, certainly sounds like it if it's 20% of the business. So you got the extrusion business uh, growing within you. You got the V-Shield. You serve many end markets from consumer goods to electronics, military. How would you say this year is treating you? None of us are having the year we thought we'd have, but how are things in 2020? And, and probably just as important, what's your outlook for 21? Well, we're very optimistic. So far this year, we're up from our previous year, uh, 2019, by probably uh, 10 to 15%. Wow. We anticipate significant growth next year due largely to our introduction of the V-Shield. We feel like that's going to have a significant market. Most of the uh, industries that we serve are considered to be essential through this pandemic. And so we've worked every single day through this, have not had a single day that we had to shut down or lay people off. And so, you know, for us and the, and the, and the industries we serve, as you said, the military, uh, aerospace, HVAC, consumer products, we have several proprietary products, uh, mostly in HVAC and consumer, where we uh, market those products. And, you know, those economies are just doing very well right now. Wow, that's that's amazing. Well, Jim, I can't let you go without asking you the $64,000 question, and that is, uh, what keeps you up at night, Jim? Well, a few months ago, it was how to create a V-shield or <laughs> some sort of a protection device to allow Polytech to help put America's workforce back to work safely. I stayed awake a lot trying to figure that out. I think we found what we wanted and what we feel like will do that. The thing now that keeps me awake at night, and it does every night, is how we can get them on the shelf at any store we want. We can get them on the shelf in virtually any industry that sees this need, but to get them off the shelf mm. is where, where our hard work is today. We've got to get up every day and uh, think of ways to appreciate those people who are out there distributing our product and appreciate the customers who are buying the product and try to figure out how to best serve the industries that that we find ourselves looking at and considering every day. Wow. Well, that's an amazing story, Jim. Uh, Thanks for sharing it with us and all the listeners. Uh, My best to you. My best to the entire team at Polytech Plastic Molding, and uh, great, great luck to you with the V Shield. Well, Brandon, thanks a lot. I'm going to send you one of these V Shields, and and hopefully that'll help protect you from uh, any of the harmful biologics that may come your way too. Sounds good. I'll wear. I'll put it on my baseball cap and send you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds great. All right. Thanks, Jim. You bet. My thanks to Jim Benton, 
owner of Polytech Plastic Molding. To find out more about Polytech, visit polytechmolding.com. Web producer Aaron Sloan helps produce this podcast. Hattie Shaheda designed our graphics for the website and social media. Andrew Lafferty and Zeke Lafferty recorded our sponsor messages. Grace Lafferty edited our audio. Thank you for listening. What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News. For more podcasts like this, visit plasticsnews.com slash audio. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. So many of us these days are working from home and we are surrounded by our loved ones. In that spirit, here's my son, Zeke Lafferty, with our closing sponsorship message. What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Sign up today for a paid subscription to Plastics News. Options include print, digital, or group subscriptions tailored. For your business needs, find out more at plasticnews.com slash subscribe.